And this is only from what I know personally. And I want everyone watching the show. This is what I know personally. This isn't me reaching out to anyone other else than a few realtors that I've spoken with and uh, some people at the, at the agency in, in our brokerage. But I know of personally 10 multiple offer scenarios that happened in the last three days. You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Yes. What's up, everybody? Good. Welcome to the show. I'm sure that you noticed there's uh, two of us today again, but it's not the same two. It's Greg and Dave today. Paul Stevenson, we... You know, I, I have to say he's probably running, panicking frantically right now in Colombia, trying to find a signal to get on. But uh, he's not here, so we're uh, we're going ahead with the show anyways. So uh, for those, again, I'll do a little intro here. It's usually Paul that does these things, but I'm going to do it now. Greg Campbell, Realtor Managing Director at the Agency Ottawa. I'm with uh, David Warren, who is a mortgage agent and one of the owners at Referral Mortgages in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. We do this weekly. We're going to get into this right now. There's lots to talk about. David, how are you? Where are you? Tell I'm everyone. on the coast of Spain. <clears throat> Tosa de Mar. Looks like a terrible time. Drinking uh, three in the afternoon, sipping an Aperol spritz as we do this show. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's the best. Living your yes, best sir. life. Yes, sir. So, uh, I mean, so you had a nice, nice trip. You've been paying attention to the show, I guess. You're still doing some yes. work, I imagine. Yes, of course, of course. Can never get away. And so, but. what are you, what are you finding lately? Uh, you know, based on if you you know listening to the show and in the market, what are you finding is the most common uh, question that you're getting from people right now in the um, industry? I mean, certainly with uh, you know, we'll start with you know, back Canada last week. After the last week's episode, they raised the uh, uh, bank prime by three quarters of a percent again. Um, you know, affecting again, it's like a broken record, but affecting uh, variable rate mortgages and you're qualifying. So, you know, get, get, if you're out shopping or you have clients that are shopping, whether that be mortgage agent, realtor, or your buyer, get re pre approved. I think Paul touched on it last episode as well, but you do, you know, your previous. Uh, pre-approval does not count. If you already have an approval, that's you're waiting to close and you're fine. Um, mm -hmm. the, the rate increase does not affect that approval. Um, so really it's, you know, a lot of the questions I'm getting are around, you know, just that, are we, do we need to get pre-approved? How does that affect my numbers? And it's obviously continuing to diminish their, their buying power. Um, and it's really too bad. You know, I had somebody that actually had a conditional offer. We had we got an approval on the, uh, the day on the seventh rate before the rate announcement, or the sixth rather. Um, they walked away from the property. They had conditions. They decided not to go ahead. Um, but now, because they decided not to firm up, now their max that they can qualify for is less. Two days later, it was less um, so because the approval was based on the rate. At that time, on and this was and this was a day before that. they had an approval. So and they did. So they why did they walk away? Like they just didn't like the home. It's, but now inspection, inspection. Okay. Just, so yeah, they couldn't they couldn't come to terms with some repairs to the property or anything like that. It's unfortunate, but yeah, I mean they you know they walked away and you know next day rate increase and uh, as soon as that, that happened they can't they can't qualify for that purchase price anymore. And how much um, less is it like a fifty k? Yeah, yeah, pretty well. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it'll be continuously uh, affect people. I mean, that's the whole point of them raising the rates right now is to, to slow the market and slow uh, inflation. But 
you know, so really the long story short is just if you're shopping or have clients shopping, uh, certainly make sure that they've spoken to somebody since the last announcement. Um, so the, the, the crazy thing about that, I'll just get into this right now, about the, about yeah. the weekend in real estate, the last few days anyways, is that, you know, when the rate changed, everybody, like all realtors, more, we all called our clients, we all posted on social media, you know, it was just like, it was the thing to do. And I, you know, I talked to a lot of, a lot of clients, they would, you know, they went back and they revisited their approval and all that. And just like we've been predicting on Torep, well, not predicting, we've been commenting saying there's two ways that this could go. It could either go prices drop a little bit more, like most people were saying, and uh, slowing the market a bit, or being that it's mid-September now almost coming back into the fall market, you know, and Paul's been, I think, saying this more than either of us, mm -hmm. saying that he's like, I see multiple offers coming back. I see multiple offers. He kept saying it. And I, I didn't even say it. I was just kind of like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just going to kind of sit let back. Let it be his and, prediction. And, and let I'm it not be his gonna, prediction. Let, let it be Paul's prediction. He's not, he's not the realtor. <laughs> right? So anyways, so this weekend and what I think, and this is only from what I know personally, and I want everyone watching the show. This is what I know personally. This isn't me reaching out to anyone other else than a few realtors that I've spoken with and uh, some people at the, at the agency in, in our brokerage. But I know of personally 10 multiple offer scenarios that happened in the last three days. Home selling over wow. list price. Wow. My mother was involved in one personally. It was listed, sold 30,000 over. It was a high-end condo. Um, we had, uh, one of our agents in here in the office, Chantel, she had a situation where they, uh, just shown a property had been on the market for two weeks out of nowhere, two offers sold over list. So, and, and of course this is not every property, but I will tell you also, I was out with some clients on the weekend. One of the ones we were going to see, couldn't see it, got sold two offers. And there was one that we saw the other day. They just got an offer on it this morning. It's been on the market for three weeks. So if all those people that have been listening and making comments saying that, you know, oh, it's not the summer market, summer's got nothing to do with it, bud. Uh, well, apparently it does because now it's fall and the shit's popping off again. So Kid, Kids are back in school. You know, kids are back in school. Everyone's <clears throat> back at work. Everyone, they, they took their holiday. They're back. They want to go shopping. So I feel, and, and again, now, I hate saying this, but everybody that we told to go shopping in the summer that didn't do it, you may have missed an opportunity. You're still going to find something, and it just means that whatever happened in the summer wasn't for you. That's fine. You're going to find something, but with the rates going up, and if the prices keep doing, if these offers keep going like this, and the prices stay where they are, in the end, you're going to pay way more money than you would have paid for something if you bought in the last eight weeks. And you know what? Even, you know, and not... You know, and I know people harp on us of saying, you know, saying this repeatedly about, you know, the market not being coming back in the fall uh, and things like that. Even in retail, you know, the, the gallery, like my wife and I, we have a, a gallery in town. It's been dead through all of August, completely dead. Kids go back to school, kids in daycare this past week, volumes pick up. Um, you know, people visiting, purchasing, you know, really as soon as school started again you know, just even on retail picked up. Um, you know, it, it really is, it's not just the real estate industry. It really is across it's the board, everything. unless it's, unless, unless there are tourism based, 
business, that's, you know, then your market is busy in the summer, but um, for everything else, it's, it's dead. Um, you know, even, you know, we we're, but Lauren and I were talking about it when we we're here in uh, traveling in a lot of places, in a lot of these countries in, in France and, and whatnot, France shuts down for August. They close, they close everything because there's no, there's nobody, unless you're tourism based, uh, all other industries close down and you know, they don't, they're not open period. They take the whole month off because it's that's, not worth it. That's amazing. We should be doing that here. You know, and, and <laughs> this is just to speak to, you know, what we've been talking about yeah. the market picking up, you know, second week, third week in September, et cetera. Um, you know, it's not just in the real estate market. It's across the board. Again, people are out of vacation mode for the most yeah. part. Um, and, uh, and kids are back in school. They've got the time on their hands to look at those listings and, and all that. Yeah. And get, and the people that want to move, they want to be in some, something for Christmas, right? Yeah. So they want to get that. Well, they want to get into that house. Um, so we'll see. And so for, for those of you that are sitting, still sitting on the sidelines, there's another rate announcement in October. It's possible rates go up again, which, you know, the target rate they've said for this year is like that they've hit it, but they've also left the door open for additional increases, yeah. depending how the market goes or inflation numbers. So, you know, if you are sitting on the sidelines, you are thinking or you are, you are a realtor. Um, or a mortgage broker can talk to your clients, advise them there is another rate, possible rate increase next month, which again will diminish their affordability even more so. Um, purchasing power. And the thing that concerns me the most uh, is yeah. that I think people underestimate uh, our city in general in terms of immigration, in terms of employment, um, and in terms of availability of homes. And now with a real shift coming to the resale market, as opposed to the new build based on uh, the capacity of the builders, based on their prices that they're taking, I think, too long to recalibrate with the market, um, offering agents incentives to bring in buyers now again. Um, I think the resale market's gonna be very strong going into next year. And of course, could be wrong. You know, I never, we always say this is just our, our predictions on what we see. Um, I don't know. And even if, with that rate, it goes up again. Imagine if it goes up and the prices don't go down. Like that's, mm -hmm. it's kind of terrifying. I think people, you know, and I know we've said it before, but people focus on, you know, the rate right now. Look at short-term money. I think Paul was talking about that last yeah. week as well. Look at two and three year uh, terms instead. You know, rates are up right now. Inflation's up right now. They're looking to push, they're looking to get it back down to earth sooner yeah. than later. Um, so look at short terms. Don't, you know, and so when you're purchasing a home, don't look at it as your rate's going to be in perpetuity at five and a half percent. That's what, that's what it's at right now. Take a two year, three year term. You know, I have a mortgage coming up for renewal in November. I'm looking at a one to two year term. Yeah. Um, on that on that renewal because I believe that rates will be coming back down and look at it as you're buying a home for 25 or 30 years a place to live in don't look at you know that's yeah. not going to be a rate definitely look at you know what suits you and your family now um, if you can qualify yes it's a it's a hit that's the whole purpose of them raising rates as well and and, and uh, is to slow down spending elsewhere yeah um, and I, I think one of the big problems within people's minds is that they have this idea of the last couple of years where they're looking at buying a home and assuming that somehow they're going to make like they're going to profit like 25 to a hundred thousand dollars in, in uh, 12 months. Yeah. You know, so they're seeing, they're not looking at the, the whole purpose of buying a home in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, you know, the, and 
you know, I know there's people talking, you know, comments and, and we've talked about it as well, but you know, some of those people are buying they're speculative buyers, you know, or they're buying, assuming that the rate that the price is going to go up. And that's not the case right now. You, you know, yeah. typically you buy and it's, you know, in the three to 5% appreciation annually. Right now, the numbers, the, the values are still up five and a half percent over last year. Um, like on the, on the year, I think it was like for August, like I saw maybe it was your post or something like that. Um, kind of looking at the year over year. Oh yeah. Um, we're up again. We're still yeah. up year over year. Yeah. Yeah. It's still up. I think five, five and a half percent, which is the typical, you know, yeah. the typical. And so, you know, yes, they're, they're down right now in the summer when it's slower months because there's a lot more supply, but you know, people keep buying those prices are going to come back up because it's going to be, you know, people aren't going to be listing. There's going to be more people actually actioning. And- I think I think if you go back to the beginning of the, or I guess it would have been in probably in spring or whatever when we, you know all these conversations started. I think my prediction for the year was an eight percent increase. I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be logged somewhere. I think by the end of the year that that was my prediction for 2023. Let's, we, uh, we need we need to start logging our prediction. We need to What's start that? logging our. We need to start logging our prediction. We do. You know, we, we really do. Like time. Stephen needs to timestamp them. Our predictions. Yeah. Yeah. God. Prediction one thousand one hundred and eighty-two. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we need to do that. Hopkins, we leave that up to you. Uh, okay, yeah. Dave. Listen, you, you had a good comment before we got on the show here. Um, based on my inaccurate um, answer last week, which I knew was inaccurate as soon as I got off the call, just about the rent increases. Um, and Annalie Rice, uh, another local realtor, she uh, responded uh, very accurately, and I knew that because I'd just been through the situation and I didn't answer the pro- the um, question correctly. But the landlords can't just arbitrarily increase your rent. It depends on the contract. Um, if you don't have something in there saying that they can't increase it, uh, they can potentially based on when the property was built. So you need to make sure that you're locked in, but year over year average is only about a 1.2, 1.5, 1.8%. Dave, you can elaborate more on that. I know you know a lot about that too. Yeah, it's, it's just basically the landlord and tenant board sets it annually based on a CPI. Typically, it's the, the, the super price index. I know obviously right now inflation's out of control and they're not letting, you know, they're not letting us, letting landlords increase rents by, you know, 8%. Um, you know, I think they've, I think it's still down in the, in less than 2%. Uh, but that's, yeah, unless the build is after 2018. And like you said, in the contract, then they, you know, when you're out of that term, otherwise, if your lease is up, you're renting, your lease is up and you're staying in, you've just moved month to month. You still have the same rights as if you had an active lease, if you will, they can't just arbitrarily increase rents on you, um, by, you know, $500 or $300 in less Again, like you said, unless the property is built after 2018. But they, uh, it's if it's built after 2018, but they can, but when a lease is up and you're going on month to, to month, like it is up to the landlord, they can kind of make that decision at the end of the lease, correct? If they give you 90 days, like if they say, because if your lease is up, they can say, I want you out of the property. So you can they, no, you, they can't, you can't move them out. You like, even no, if they're, the, they're, even if the lease property. is about to end, even if the lease correct. is about to end. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So the only time there would be if they try to renegotiate with you and get it up. But um, yeah, otherwise you're still, it's still on that CPI. Um, but you need it, but it is yeah. important to clarify. I think that you should make sure that your property is rent controlled when you're signing the lease based on the guidelines year over year. And that there's not anything in there that will allow them to just increase the 
rate uh, arbitrarily to whatever they want. Yeah. Sorry, I've, sorry, yeah, I froze I there, for, there a for a second. second. It's um, all good. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, regardless, if, if you're a tenant um, and you aren't sure of what your landlord is doing or whether it's, uh, if something feels like it's not right um, or your, you know, your back is up, reach out to the, the landlord and tenant board. Go on their website. They've got great information. Um, you can reach out to them. Uh, phone and email and, and, and ask some questions. Um, you know, it, it's certainly, it's certainly important as a tenant to also look at what your rates are. There are a lot of landlords that don't know, uh, what they can and can't be doing. And some will just try and do it and hope that they can pull the wool over your eyes. Um, so, you know, at any point, if you feel like something is, isn't correct or shouldn't be done and look into it because it's very possible that it's not the case. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, I, I, there was another comment. Uh, so, first of all, thank you, Annalie, for you know the uh, the detailed uh, reply or comment yeah. on that, which is great. It was a great um, reply. And and yeah, the uh, there's somebody else who commented just you know a client of mine, you know, Dick Wong. Hot, to hot topics are you know what what are the best rates are, but what are the things that I can do to keep my home value high for when I whenever I do decide to listen to Greg, of course. Uh, and, th and what are some things that I should be, uh, thinking about when looking for, for a mortgage renewal? So I'll let you touch on the home value side of things. If there's things that people can be doing to improve the value or make sure it stays high or as I high mean, as possible. I, yeah. I, I think in terms of keeping your value high is just maintaining it. Uh, any upgrades you do, just make sure that they're appealing to everyone and not just yourself. Uh, not that, uh, you might have odd tastes, but there are some people who upgrade their homes to exactly what they want, and it is completely the opposite of what the general public will want. So you really have to take care of that when you're when you're dealing with um, preparing your house for you know future resale. Um, just and, and not trying like, not trying to put in platinum. No, try not putting it, platinum fixtures in when silver will do. Exactly, ex <laughs> exactly, exactly. Keep it keep it moderate. I mean, and if you have you know if, if you have any you know, real concerns about what you're doing, then, you know, you bring in some, you know, bring in a realtor, bring in a, bring in a designer, like just have somebody through to give you a, a second opinion uh, to help with your budget. Because I think overextending yourself in updates, uh, you know, a lot of the time you won't get that money back. Um, I, I was out at, you know, perfect example. So I was out this weekend with some, uh, some new buyers that I met actually through the show. We're working with them. Great couple, Anthony and Priscilla. And, um, you know, we saw, he knows what he wants to do because he does, he does renovations. He renovated a property in Cornwall that he's selling now. It's, it's incredible what he did. So it was really cool being out with them because we're going through the house, you know, and he's taking his notes and he knows what can be done. You know, he wanted something to fix up. But some of these properties, it was like, you know, they did do some work, but the work that they did was either not good or it was mm -hmm. stuff that, that most people would come in and they would just remove it immediately. Because mm -hmm. it's not not appealing to most people, and we saw yeah. that in a, in a few places, you know, uh, just it just doesn't make sense. So you really have to be careful with what you do. Like, and this was a perfect example. Like this house, one house that we saw, it's it's, it's going to be very difficult to sell at the price that he wants because of what he did in the home. It just doesn't work. It won't work for most people, and the house just seems it just seemed grimy. It wasn't kept well. I mean, that's, that's mm -hmm. lifestyle too. So I don't know, but, uh, 
Yeah, that's an example of it. Keep it clean. Keep it neutral. Don't go crazy. Yeah. No, I think that's uh, all accurate. And and don't overspend, like you said, on your renovations either. Like that's an important one. If you are doing work to it, do work to the kitchen and bathrooms. You know, those are the about the high value areas, and and don't put it in platinum when silver will do. And um, you know, be cost cost. You know, cost effective on those rentals yeah. um yeah in order to like you said to get that money back right um and then you know to the second part of that question of, of what should you be looking for uh for a mortgage renewal well first you should be working with a mortgage professional uh and they will uh look at all the lenders out there uh at what their you know do rate comparison for you looking at fixed and variable you know making sure figure out what your goals are you're planning on moving you know because you're waiting for you know values come down or, or in the future you think you're going to be moving make sure that that mortgage you're getting into has the ability to move it between move the mortgage between properties or port the mortgage uh, a lot of the rates you see advertised online the lowest rate isn't always the most flexible they're actually the complete opposite they really do uh, hold you uh, in them or lock you in where you can't even you know move that mortgage it's a straight penalty um and only only if you sell. Some don't even allow you to refinance, um, anything like that. So really be cognizant of that. Don't don't just always look at that lowest rate uh, and get the advice from work professional. I'll help you walk you through that through that process. But um, something to consider, I said at the top of the show, is is look at short term money. Uh, look at that, you know, two year time frame, three year max kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. If you are very um, risk adverse, or not even risk adverse, but you you know you want to know your budget for the next five years, and sure, look at the five year fixed. You know if that's um, you know, you don't even want to think about it in, you know, a couple of years, but, but certainly, um, you know, my advice would be on that, that short-term time horizon, but yeah, I think that's, but, uh, no, I think that's, that's great. Um, another one I wanted to touch on because I wasn't on last week's show and I know you guys talked about it was, uh, the unreserved, uh, mm. and how, unreserved auctions and how they're going. So actually, interestingly enough. Uh, the day that you guys were recording, I had an accepted offer from a client uh, that was on, on reserve. It was listed at 500. They got it at 550 with condition of inspection and with conditions of fine. You know, maybe you have to be firing on these unreserved deals uh, or properties without uh, conditions or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it's possible <laughs> to still get conditions, um, which was which was great. I mean, we went through it. They decided to, you know, they waived their conditions and went firm on it. Uh, but they're able to get a they're able to get a uh, inspection and, and everything else. So, uh, um, yeah, just something to be. I thought I'd share yeah. with others because I'm sure many don't know that that's happening. Yeah, I know. Everyone just thinks it's. I mean, it is operating. It's operating like a proper brokerage now, since they changed yeah. over. Smart on their part. Yeah. The, the yeah. purchase agreement was still a wonky one. Uh, they still had their own purchase agreement. Yeah. Um, which was, but they're allowing conditions. You know, a, a full, you know, person. Those or, or realtors that are have clients and maybe looking at unreserved listings, um, you know, obviously you can get conditions, whether they say it or not. Uh, yeah. It's just something to be aware of. But. Yeah, I imagine, I imagine eventually they're going to have to switch to the... Um, same uh, APS as, like as everybody else, as the board. We'll yeah, it was. Yeah, the uh, the realtor that was working with these clients, they submitted the offer using you know traditional APS from the Ottawa board, and uh, and the final 
came back as on their as copy theirs. of the uh, as theirs, you know, that they had designed. So, which was, you know, it's a length much lengthier. It's you know not one that you typically see. It's you know their own legal their only legal purchase agreement. But um, yeah, anyways, thought I'd just mention that uh, for those of you to be aware of. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. Well, I'm good. I think that was uh, good. to the point. Gave our gave our thoughts, and now we'll see what the comments are for next week. <laughs> Probably have some fun. I hope there's some funny ones in there too that we can answer. Yeah. The uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think you know, kind of the. I think the biggest summary is just if you're sitting on the sidelines again, like we've been saying, pull the trigger or go out and look and seriously because you know the next rate increase will be will affect you uh, and your buying power. You know, look at short term money. Don't think of it as you know whether this house fits your needs now, uh, whether you can, whether it fits your budget now, and not looking at that you're going to be at this five percent, five and a half percent rate in perpetuity. You know, think of it as a you know, thirty year purchase, not just this one point in time. Yeah, and and don't wait to buy the dip because the dip might never really happen. I think it already happened in Ottawa. It's possible it could change, but as of right now, I don't uh, I don't see it. You know, there are other factors in the world that are happening that could uh, change that down the road. But for right now, um, I think it's just move forward. Find the property you love. Find a way to get in and do it. Get on it. All right. Well, thanks, Dave. Uh, we'll, we'll see you soon when you're back. Great. Uh, next weekend. Oh, nice. Okay. Or no, sorry, this weekend. Oh, this weekend. Time. Shit. Yeah, damn it. I only got a few days left. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Exactly. Damn it. Maybe I'll change the flight. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> do it, man. Do it if you can. Do it. All right. Cool. Thanks for uh, tuning in, guys. There's no. Uh, there's no jokes today. There's no jokes. No. We're not. We're not funny. We're. We don't. Uh, we don't plan or strategize to do these jokes. So um, the mood boosts are out. They'll be back Mike. next week with Paul from Columbia, screaming from the mountains. There you go. Like, subscribe, share. Do that. Thank you all for listening. Episode 101. All right. See you guys. Jesus. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe because we'd really like that.